Whatever's left alive. I did not remember that it was 2013. For some reason, I thought it was newer than that. Oh, no. I saw it in the movie theater and guilty admission. I fell asleep. <laughs> Devil. It was really late at night. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was with a friend and we had spent like, I think we had gone out to dinner that night and I think had a couple drinks. Uh-huh. And then I, I was heading home and then she texted me and was like, I just left her house and she's like, hey, let's go see a late night show of this movie with Tilda. I was like, I'm in. And then like literally two seconds in, I'm snoring. And it's funny because I woke up at the end and she like she didn't even notice that I was sleeping. I was like, oh, that was excellent. Excellent film. Yeah. I've gone when to the movies. Movie? Um, I don't know. I think around no, actually, you know what? I take that back. I think it took me like two years to get around to watching this. Like I had wanted to really bad, and I don't remember why it took me so long, but it did. But then when I finally watched it. I was uh, quite in love with it. But I think the soundtrack is fucking awesome. And it's just, it's just a darn good movie. It's done well. Film. I was reading about it that I guess it's a, it was a really old book. And um, it was supposed to be made back in the 60s. And yeah, and then clearly it's, it's not dated. It's freshened for the the time frame it was filmed in but yeah it's kind of interesting non-traditional it's based on a book yeah it's uh i looked it up earlier i mean it's obviously definitely um revolves around like authors and writing and because i mean everybody's like named after something Byron and yeah, Mar- like Christopher Marlowe. Like Christopher Marlowe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Was... And I looked up um, what the name, like what her sister's name means. Mm-hmm. And her sister's name um, means iniquity. Oh. I guess it's kind of why she's like the troublemaker or whatever of the family. Yeah, May 1966, Alan Klein purchased the film rights to this novel by author Dave Walls. Dave Wallace. It's weird that that's not in the, in the Wikipedia for it. Why is it in there? A novel by Dave. Yeah, I'm looking at the. Um, I'm looking at the cover to this book. Yeah, it's very dated. I'm going to send it to you. I'll send it to you. I just think that's weird that they didn't. Uh... Oh, wait. The title pays tribute to the Dave Wallace science fiction novel of the same name. From 1964, yeah. although the plots have no similarities. The film adaptation was planned in the mid-1960s for director Nicholas Ray. A picture of him can later be seen in the release starring the Rolling Stones. Okay, so I guess it's the same name, but different plot. They, they have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> well, it's like look at the look at the text I just sent you. Like okay. the cover could be. I mean, to me, that's a little similar. Let's see here. With the two people and the one man? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. I don't know. Looks like that could be the couple and then the other guy could be the Christopher Marlowe character. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But interesting, not your average, not your mama's vampire story. Oh, I love that too. I love, that's why that one I just watched recently about the little girl who was like an orphan. Um, it was also very artsy, but I just like that it was sort of a, not necessarily like super dramatic take on like a yeah. vampire story, which I like. Yeah, and the fact that like they, they're not archaic in the you know sense that they're not eating they're not draining humans yeah. anymore because they're in the 21st century, as she put it. And, well, and also they're trying to find the the blood that's not all tainted with like, I don't know what, bad food, McDonald's and... Yeah, they didn't really explain. Whatever. Rot of humanity's soul. Probably. It's probably something like that. It's like millennials. They don't want millennial blood. It's disgusting. They're, they're <laughs> such a hot couple, by the way. I know. They're such a hot couple. And I love both of them so much. He's like, yeah, like I found him <laughs> to be very attractive. I think because he has a lot of feminine qualities, like he's, he's like a musician, poet, sensitive, deep, dark, introspective, and he's got a hot body. Um, he's very attractive. He has very nice hands. Very nice hands. And the fact that, oh yeah, the whole thing with the gloves, what was your take on that? So I didn't know, I actually looked it up and part of like one thing I read was saying that um, it had something to do with like, like the fidelity between them or something. Oh. But then another thing said something about just the fact that like when they go out again, kind of like the blood, it's just, it's just filthy out. And so it's like, oh, combination of the two. Yeah. Like it's done in a very <clears throat> sensual, sexual manner. Yeah, like, like they ask, he asks her to reveal yeah. yeah, and then even her sister attempts to do it at, w at one point and that pisses him off. Yeah. Like, you're, you're not part of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I love that they're like, they're like, to me, it's like, it's my ideal couple. They live elsewhere. <laughs> like, I love that the movie begins and ends on that um, Einstein uh, spooky action at a distance um i think the actual quote is about entanglement entanglement yeah and it's not a theory and it's when separated in uh when entwined particles are separated um the at opposite ends of the universe if you alter or affect one the other will be identically altered or affected i love that um and that yeah, just was like part of them that was them like yeah. they she knew, you know, the very first, I think her quote, like to nobody was, I can't believe you're doing this to me again. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, she like, I think she sensed that something was amiss. And so she called him. Something was wrong. Yeah. When he is like buying a wooden bullet and yeah. contemplating death again or whatever. And I didn't realize this, but she's much older than he is. Yes. Yeah, she's, yeah, I remember she says something like I've had three three marriages or this is my third or something like that 3000 years old compared to his 500 years i was reading oh okay yeah she marries him in the like 1860s i think yeah i uh, just i love their like intimacy and their soul connection and how they just it was not it was not dramatic it was not intense i mean it was intense but it wasn't dramatic it was very calming soothing like they knew what each other needed um they just wanted to make each other happy 
like she wanted you know she wants him to do his music and you know it's like it's like yeah they thrived I, I love I read somewhere that they were described as like the ultimate aesthetics like as I think the word is I'm not gonna say it right as I don't know something to do with the fact that they are just very sensual um sensing vampires and that's how the world is to be experienced and yeah. so I love that yeah I like I like to um like how he's in, even the in the beginning like it just seems like everything like especially for music for him I think hers thing was books and and writers but like he's you know when that when Ian brings over all those old guitars and he's just like naming all like all their years and what they are and he's just like oh just like soaking it in like oh yeah the, the things that like these guitars have seen or whatever I don't know oh yeah. and I thought it was funny too how he um in that scene how he like says something about how he saw um like Eddie Cochran playing the guitar or something and the kid was like huh like how is that possible and he's like oh well, I mean on uh, YouTube yeah on YouTube <laughs> I'm not a vampire. Yeah. All as well. And, and they're comparing, mm -hmm. like, they're comparing the drinking of blood in this movie, like, to heroin or to a drug euphoria state. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and the fact that they're not out there viciously killing. But, yeah, I mean, his whole, his whole lifeline to the world is that one guy that he you know, took years and years for him to build up trust and rapport with. And then the fucking younger sister has to fuck it up. Oh yeah, that actress too. First of all, the hair in this movie is amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah, have you seen a vampire's hair like Tilda's and hers? Like, I love the fact that they just went big with the hair. And mm -hmm. like, it's not your typical, you know, goth girl hair. It's, it's like, you know, it's like reddish blonde on both of them strawberry blonde almost yeah I guess Tilda's is kind of more white which yeah. I'm guessing there was also like a point too because like he has brunette hair dresses in black Tilda mm -hmm. has white hair dresses in white or you know light colors in general so yeah but that actress like, um Yin and Yang. oh I don't know she, it's uh I can tell you in a second if I just get to the cast she uh, was Mia on, was was a cast yeah she was on a, a really interesting show called In Treatment with Gabriel Byrne. And, and season one, she played a very interesting character. So it was nice to see. I think she, she's got a really thick accent usually, but um, is it Australian or English? I don't know if she's got a really thick accent, but um, yeah, in this movie, she, she played her, oh my God, what a spoiled brat. Yeah, um. she's just there to shit on everyone. And, you know, and just get whatever she wanted and fuck them up. I love that all three of them, Christopher Marlowe, Tilda, and Tom, uh, all foretold her coming in a dream. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, I thought the part was funny too when Christopher Marlowe says that he wishes that he had met Adam before he wrote Hamlet. Oh. Ooh, like to have like the inspiration of his, I don't know. Yeah, because he recognizes what a soulful, intelligent being he is. I love this quote. 
how can you live so long and still not get it? The self, the self obsession is a waste of living. It could be spelt, spent in surviving things, appreciating nature, nurturing kindness and friendship and dancing. Yeah. You've, been, you've been pretty lucky in love though, if I may say so. Yeah, I said something, I didn't put the quote in, but I said something about that. And then the fact that they, you know, she like pulls them up and they dance to whatever 45 that she they put on. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to make a comment. So when she, when Eve arrives from- Tangier. Um, Tangier to Detroit and the skunk crosses her path yeah. before she goes into the house. So I just was like, I'm just going to look up like skunk meanings or whatever. And so I wrote down that like the native Americans, um, they're like the symbolism of a skunk was death, sorcery, and evil magic. And yeah. then like Eastern symbolism was hard work, homemaking and creativity. And then the Christian symbolism of skunks was punishment impurity sin and the devil whoa i wasn't sure if the skunk was supposed to mean something i don't know yeah i think so represents a sister she's maybe she left a putrid stank so they had to move um i do love their interaction too when she just arrived and they're just like oh like drinking each other in Mm -hmm. I've missed your face oh and they're driving around and I, I wrote down the quote when they're talking about um like because Detroit's all you know shit just it's run down cool. and whatever and and she says something about like you know someday it's you know it's it's going to be lively again and she says um when the cities in the south are are burning this place will bloom she says something about like all the water or something like that. Oh yeah, because it's near water. Uh, see, I took the two <clears throat> cities to be complete, uh, like a perfect juxtaposition, like Tangier and all its vibrant colors and sounds and smells and textures, like represented life to me. And Detroit that's why she's white. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, what a contrast. I've I've actually been lucky enough to go to have been to Tangier. I was I was pretty surprised by the last scene where, you know, the woman singing, because women, I didn't see any, I mean, granted in the year 2000 was when I was there, but I didn't see one woman anywhere. They were all not allowed to walk around. They were not, they were all covered and they were all in the, like they could not be seen on the streets. It was only men, men in cafes, men in bazaars. There was no women anywhere. That's why I don't know if the politics and laws have changed hopefully but yeah to see a woman like express herself so sensually and own her own sexuality like that in public was quite surprising and i'm hoping that that's how it is now that would be nice how it should be how it should be <clears throat> yeah that was that one boat ride i think i've told you where <clears throat> this guy i was with a tour group with my parents and this guy followed us around the whole time and kept asking my dad how much I was. And my dad making jokes would be like, well, let's see here, like, how about, you know, until the very end of the tour, we're walking up the boat ramp to go back to Spain. And the guy followed us up the boat ramp, kept asking my dad and my dad's like, no, <laughs> like seriously trying like to- I thought, Like I thought you were kidding. Trying to purchase anymore. me, yeah, yeah. Too expensive. 
Oh, can't, yeah. can't afford Heather. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like the humans were referred to as zombies. Mm-hmm. We are. I love that when she comes there too, she packs books. Yes. It, no, yeah, no clothes, but books. I thought that was awesome. Did you like the blood popsicles? Oh my God, yes. I want to do that with wine. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's my obsession with red wine. I'm like my inner vampire. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, oh, I also was, when I was looking up stuff about Christopher Marlowe, uh, I believe he has some story about Dr. Faust, uh-huh. which I thought was amusing since the first doctor name that he uses is Dr. Faust when he goes to the oh. hospital. Oh. Oh, cool. I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. The whole interaction with that doctor is kind of weird. He gets closer and closer and closer. You know that he's not going to be able to go back to him. He's getting too curious. Yeah. Yeah. You've already mentioned them. His obsession with death is a waste and they dance. Uh, her sister comes and it's a nightmare. Um, what did you think of the music in the film, like when the bands were performing at the club, or did you like um, Adam's music? I like he, Adam's music, which I guess is actually oh. like Jim Jarmusch's music. I think was somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I love Yasmin, but yeah, the band was whatever. It was fine. I think I wrote down the name of it somewhere. Uh, White Hills. Oh yeah, I've heard worse. Yeah. It's very dirgy. Yeah, it's just kind of like rock and roll. dirgy. Um, I thought it was kind of funny when they dump Ian into that water and it's like acid or something. <laughs> like yeah, just, I where I had a question about that. Like, where the fuck did they find that? And what was that? And why did he, like, where are they going to find acid? I don't it's, know. So I was assuming that because when they were driving around, he had mentioned the old Packard plant. So I wasn't oh, sure if right. they went back to the Packard plant and that's where this like, you know, waste was sitting or I don't know. Okay. I guess it was just supposed to hit home that Detroit's in ruin. Truly. And then the sister broke his acoustic Gibson from 1905 and he was very sad. Sister broke everything. She she took all mess. everything that he grew to love except for her own sister and she just destroyed it. To me, I felt like maybe that was the like... I don't know how close the two sisters were before Adam came along, but to me, it was like, well, you took her away from me, so I'm going to take what you love away from you, kind of a thing. I, but I don't know if they were that close. Yeah, I don't know. They don't really elaborate on their backstory. Mm-hmm. But it had, what? how many years it had been since they saw her? Was like 82, 87, something like that? 87? Yeah. Why would they, like... They just don't for, like did she not did she forget what happened last time like it seems to be a pattern and <laughs> she's a hot mess yeah chaos follows ava she's going back to la <laughs> i like the digs on la in this movie la the she belongs in la the den of iniquity yes. <laughs> yes. um so yeah Back to Tangier, they're both starving to death. And then Marlo dies because he ate bad blood. And they're very sad. Oh, William Hurt. Yep. And then they're still starving. 
And, oh, I was going to say too, I looked up the name of uh, Marlo's like protege or whatever. Mm-hmm. And his name means prophet's companion. Oh, symbolism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very symbolic, that name. Uh, I read another I read, part that, oh, sorry. I read somewhere that um, that flight that she booked um, that went through Madrid would have been impossible to do completely at night. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to think too hard about that. Cause I was thinking about that too. I was like, for one, I tried to look for <laughs> flights leaving, like red eye flights going to LA to try to make the, the yeah. December trip more feasible. And I can't find any. So I'm like, how many night flights are really happening? <laughs> I know, but maybe I know my dad's done some where he gets like red eye flights, but they must be like few and far between mm. anyway. Uh, yeah. So, oh, the other, me- what I was going to say is the other meaning that I read about, um, the like whatever protege guy, uh, meant water, which I wasn't sure if that was also supposed to have a meaning considering then like soon after that, when they're sitting on the, the stoop or whatever, they're talking about like the percentages of water and blood and, uh, yeah, 68% and water in the body and whatever. So and know. how they're like the real fight will be over water and not oil like mm-hmm. i like the subtle political commentary yeah of the planet going to shit with the human zombies oh it's not geez. it's not wrong <laughs> yeah what a beautiful film though it's like i love the you only like the subtleties of the fact that their fangs only come out when they're drinking blood or at the very last scene when they're about to about to drink blood of yeah humans eat some some zombies and the fact that they choose a hot couple making out another thing that i'm like this happens in tangier (laughs) um my i had a comment at the very start of the movie talking about tilda's like home like house coats and how like i can only i can only dream to have house coats like she has in this movie yeah (laughs) yes only she house coats gloves and it's almost like it's not a bump it, but her hair looks like it could be. Oh, kind of like a little uh, yeah, like thing. Poofy, poofy in the back. Vampire bumpets. Oh, God. I love her so much. Buffont. She really doesn't do anything bad. I can't think of anything I've watched with her in it that no. I didn't like. She's one of the best actresses that's so ever been. ethereal looking and very alien like. <laughs> <laughs> and she is in my favorite film that has been ever made. Which one? Orlando. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Really? It could be on our list, actually. It's okay. basic. It's kind of a love story. Okay. Um, there's love in it for sure. What's our next spooky movie? Um, well, I guess it's your pick now. Do you want to think of do you want to sleep on it? I'll sleep on it. Turkey. Or do you got one? No, um, I enjoyed a movie I saw the other night that I think you might enjoy and it's called Bad Candy. Oh, I, I think I watched that. It's not a love movie though. No, but it's a spooky. romance. It's a well, right, but it still has to be Oh, romance, fine. Dude. You and your rules. Well, it's um, a podcast lady. Come on. We could do Dracula, I guess. Dracula? Dracula. Oh. So good. Know. 
I know Keanu tries to ruin it, and so does Winona, but they do not succeed. I thought they did, did well. It's fine. I'm not obsessed with Gary Oldman like everybody else is, but yeah, but I he's like watch, watch, him, watching Keanu and Winona. Him as as Dracula though in that movie. Oh god. Eh, eh. I like it. I mean, I would still take Adam. Time for you. Yeah. Find you. Take me away from all of this death. Oh, <laughs> uh, honey, you're swimming in it. Is that uh, what you? Is that what you choose, or you want to still think about it? I guess it doesn't matter. It. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, listeners. Yeah. No, no hint. But you guys should all watch Bad Candy because it's it was highly amusing and and refreshing. It was entertaining. I watched it too. It reminded me a little bit of like the way that Four Rooms was set up by Quentin Tarantino. Did you ever see Four Rooms? I did, but I watched it like whenever it came out, and I don't oh, really so remember good. it. So good. Sorry. Um, all right. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Only lovers. Sleep tight, lovers. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Keep your teeth in.